0: Welcome and thank you for joining me in the exploration of Warrior by Design. This is the place to be to explore your warrior and how we get what we want in life. I'm your host, Benjamin John. I'm a former infantry soldier with Special Forces Training. I have come from a life of not wanting to be here on this earth, then discovering the true warrior within to create a life by design with choice. We will be discovering what it means to be a warrior, interviewing those we may admire or even put on pedestals. We'll be diving in deep, asking what it is to be humane. Who is the person outside the glamour and the fantasy, and how they have come to this life of choice? At Warrior by Design, we'll explore the how, why, and what we need to do to create a life by design and be all that you wish to be. G'day, guys, and welcome to Warrior by Design. I'm your host, Benjamin John, and as promised, I've got got to guest on here today he's named morgan t nelson this bloke is 28 years old he's come he's come from he's got a he's basically independent financially he's got got a six-figure business at the moment and that's continuing to grow right this guy was financially independent i believe from the age of 23 and at 24 his six-figure big business began and then it's continuing to grow from there is that correct morgs
1: that's it yep
0: Oh, Morgs is basically he's, he's got a top six podcast within Australia as far as I know, or was not in the top six podcast and he's also been in the top 12 of all time podcasts. So this guy is knows what he's doing, he knows what he's talking about he might he's at 28 years of age and don't let his age fool you because this boy's done it all he's gone he's he's a guy who's come from being a carpenter not having anything really that to show for himself financially to building what he has today and that's what this warrior by design is really all about is finding out what's the bullshit we need to know to be able to get to where we want to go in life right so morgues is there anything that you want to hit us up with or give us any a little bit of a background as well on top of what i just said
1: Nah, you nailed it, man. That's oh, me. Beautiful. Thank you for having me on the show, man. I'm I'm stoked that I can be your first guest. I'm fired up for what you've got here, what you're creating and uh, you know, where you're going to take this. I, I know a lot of people are going to get a lot of value from this. So.
0: Yeah, thanks mate. I really appreciate it. And that's yeah, you hit hit the nail on the head there. That's what we're all about is trying to give people value and support people in their own journey, right? So where I want to start really if we want to get into this is Warrior by design, right? The whole reason I created this was me personally, I've worked with you, right? I've worked with you one-on-one. I've worked with a few different people. I've had mentors. I've had coaches. I've worked in containers with six-figure people and beyond. And, you know, what I noticed myself getting into this, you know, getting in this self-development arena or just starting to really improve myself in general, there's so much shit out there to, to choose from, right? There's so much you can go into. You can go down a million rabbit holes, But what I really found for myself personally, I'd love to hear your point of view on it, is what it came to me was really finding what resonated with me, finding those people that gelled with me and finding what I required in that moment to be able to move beyond the experience I was currently having and what I needed to dedicate to myself or I needed to dedicate resources to, to be able to move beyond my current experiences, how I was thinking and how I was feeling. Can you maybe share a little bit with us? At, you know, at the age of twenty-three, when you started becoming independent financially and not having to rely on the system and all the all the rest of the crap we're told we have to deal with and we have to rely on, how did you achieve that? And how did you get to the mentality of being able to even see that?
1: Yeah, yeah, awesome question. So, pretty much, yeah. So I was financially free by twenty-three years old. Um, but you know, it was not it was not a fucking easy path you know i mean like i didn't get born into this shit. this wasn't ingrained into me in fact i had everything going against me um for my whole life you know growing up you know we definitely was not in a wealthy family we, we were good um you know but it was very sort of told and growing up with you know get in the box be in the box you know go to school get good grades go to university and through through school my parents sort of knew that hey this kid he ain't going to university because he's barely finishing fucking school right uh so they kind of understood that, but when I finished school, I was sort of told that you know i wasn 't very smart and i 'm not going to i definitely shouldn 't do anything in journalism i definitely shouldn 't do anything in writing or speaking or anything like that that 's what they, I was told at school right so i i thought oh i got to go get get a job, I need to work with my hands and work hard to be successful because that 's what it was like I did have the goal as a young age I'm like i want to be successful, you know I think we all do I think every single person actually has one day thought. Fuck yeah, I want to be rich and famous when I grow up. Like, and, you know, I, I honestly think every single kid, when you're 11 years old, we, we all had the dream to be like, you know, when I'm older, I want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to travel. I just want to do epic shit in my life. And then between the ages 11 and about 21, society conditions you to believe that you actually can't do that anymore. You need to fit into some type of box. And what's that going to be for you? So it's like, hey, that's not a choice. But what you can choose is which box you want to be in. Do you want to be a tradie? I be in corporate, you know, what are you going to do? So, you know, but then here I am now. I've got a top podcast and I speak all around the world and I just wrote my first book. And it's an interesting thing of how people say one thing that doesn't have to become your reality, you know. So I did go down the path of thinking I wasn't good enough for quite a long time. And I was looking for different ways to make an extra income on the side when I was an apprentice carpenter. And a friend of mine introduced me to network marketing when I was 21. And like most people, I was kind of closed off uh, I had opinions, but you know, I also had a very little bank account. And I saw these people, they were doing things that I want to do, man. They were, they were happy. They were traveling the world. They were making an impact. They were, they were doing all this stuff. And I thought, man, I, I don't care what Bob over here says, who's broke and still lives at his mom's house. And he's 50 years old, never made more than $50,000 a year, still works at a bank. I, I don't care about his opinion telling me that I can't do this and this thing's a scam and whatever but I'm going to believe this person over here who's a millionaire in their twenties. And they say, Hey, Morgan, you can do this. Yeah. It's like who, who are you get listened listen to? Right. And that's the thing. Like we'll get in life, of, you know, based off the opinions of people who we listen to. And so I, I decided to jump in and I started building this thing as a side hustle. But throughout those two, three years there, I did a lot of work. And, you know, and now what's birthed into my dream out loud method. Uh, is what I teach people is how to actually create their ideal life. It's, um is where i started to discover that there's actually four pillars so backing up a few more years before i even found network marketing like i was i was drinking all the time i was on drugs all the time i was depressed i attempted suicide at 19 years old um you know all this crazy shit and the first thing i realized at that point was how can i get to a point like this in my life when at one point previously i was really happy and i thought you know it's the best life ever and i think anyone who's been through depression or is still going through it now can actually think back to a time in their life where things were fantastic and they were joyful and they were happy and they were grateful. Yeah. So the thing is, we all have a strategy. We have a strategy to be happy. We have a strategy to be depressed. Sometimes people prefer to stay in depressed because you know, we don't know what we don't know. And this is why I love this podcast and coming on and sharing this kind of stuff because the more awareness that people have of what they can actually take out there and apply to their life, they can create change. So I discovered that the one thing that changed was my environment. You know, when I'm around people that are lighting me up, when I'm around successful people, when I'm around happy people, I naturally feel happy as well. But if I'm around people who are toxic, if I'm around people who are drinking, taking drugs, fighting, they're negative, they're talking about shit all the time, then I'm, I'm going to start feeling like crap too. So, I discovered that the first, the first pillar of the four is to find the right environment internally and externally. Yeah. Which is, you know, a, big, a big kind of a game there. And then you know, fast for a few more years, I figured out you need, you need the right vehicle. It needs to be the right time. And then, yeah, you need to develop the right you. And I remember, you know, and this is like a never-ending game. It's like we're continually always working on ourselves, these limiting beliefs, these limiting stories, and where they came from. But I remember yeah, I was 23, I was 23 years old. I just moved to Mexico. I was fucking living it up. And then I went to a big self-development event in Palm Beach, Florida. And one of my limiting beliefs that came up was. I can't excel to the next level because I'm too young. So I had all these things. It's like, well, when did we decide that? When do I decide that success or happiness has an age bracket on, you know? So, you know, throughout this time, definitely didn't happened by accident. It happened with complete conviction, with certainty, with accuracy. Like I've had a vision on knowing I know what I want, you know, and I think anybody can do it. They can visualize the life they want. And if they can bring enough pain into this certain situation, which is our why, I call it what hurts you. So if you bring enough pain into your current situation where it's more painful to stay where you are than it is to actually move, then you'll start creating change. And that's that's what I've always done. I've always seen what I wanted, create enough pain here now, discomfort. Well I'm unhappy here. I need to keep moving, keep going. And I the more people I network with, I find more resources, I you know, and become more resourceful myself. And it's just a matter of keeping keeping going until you get to your destination
0: yeah 100% Morgan I think you're dead on there and you know we've had discussions previously about this sort of stuff as well you know and I think for myself personally doing exactly what you're talking about really working on myself and discerning for myself what 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 the fuck resonates for me right because everyone's got an opinion everyone's got their own structure their formula their their strategies they've got whatever but what I found for myself personally through this journey is 100% there's definitely some key aspects to that. Everyone kind of you see a lot throughout, you know, everyone's kind of journey. There's aspects of you know, first and foremost, if you're not willing to go out there and challenge what it is you believe to be true, or challenge what it is you believe to be your experience, then it's it's near on impossible to have something different, right? Because you just it's a, it's the over evolving circle and circle is like Groundhog Day every day because we what you expect. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. so I really love that. So for me, what, what I really love is, you know, you're, you're a perfect example of breaking out of that mold, right? A perfect example. And you're dead right. Like there's so much, you know, me being just turning 40 years of age. And even when I think back to being a younger fella, there was always this stigma around, Oh, you know, you're just a young buck, you know, like you got to, you got to go through the processes. You've got to go through all the bullshit mm-hmm. to be able to achieve something in life. And what a load of shit. <laughs> you know, that's what I've found. that's more than anything if I look back on like if I speak to people like yourself and some of the people that you're hanging around, I you know've I've had minimal conversations with them in certain scenarios as well. And these guys are young as anything, you know, like from my perspective, I look back and look, geez, I wish I was at where you guys are now, you know, I mean at the same age, and I, and I just love the fact that you've kind of been able to smash that mold and go, what is age like? What, who 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 has the law or the definite about when we can achieve this shit? Right. yourself yeah, yeah, personally, yeah. Sorry, go.
1: That's you know, like all all behavior is learned behavior, and that, that's the great thing. You know, when people come to my events, it's like sometimes people think they're like, "I'm going to go to this event because I'm going to learn more." Because we fall into this trap that the more you know, uh, you know, the better in life you're going to get. But unfortunately. Fucking ninety-nine percent of the shit that most people know is actually unuseful information. Yeah, it's not serving them. So I spend a lot of my time actually helping people unlearn a lot of the things that they've learned over the years. Like the things, like you know, because what happens is society puts us in a box because everyone's doing the best they can with the information that they have at the time. And what happens is generations older than us—they went through a different era. You know, they went through there was wars. You know, through the wars or depending how many generations the great depression you know so they had to live and you know they're like i can understand why they may you know someone who's 70 80 years old might look at somebody my age and go you guys don't understand of what what we had and i totally get it and absolute respect to it um and i understand that we've got a life right now that we're living in the best era right now with technology and you know there's never been a better time literally to be alive there's access to so much information out there and but as generations happen we need to understand that it's continually going to improve it's gonna how things what got you to where you are won't get you to where you need to go and it's the same with that generational curse you know it's like how you did things growing up doesn't necessarily have to mean how it will be passed on so instead of like what What I do see, I, I heard a quote a little while ago. It's like they said, instead of, so what happens is if, if parents become rich, right? And they never came from like a wealthy family. Yeah. Instead of buying your kids what you didn't have, start teaching them things that you didn't know. Yeah, And that's how we're going to start changing the next generation. You know, instead of actually telling them, you don't know what I've been through. You know, you should do this. It's Instead of asking questions, you should be doing this, say, hey, what do you want to do? I have a friend over in Bali, because so I lived there for a few years, and their their family is super successful. Um, he has an eleven year old daughter. She made her hun- her first one hundred thousand dollars at, at uh, I think ten years old. That's awesome, right? And, was, and this girl's in school still. It's it's crazy. And when I was first talking to her, I said, um, "I said, Hanley, what what makes you different from?" you know other kids like how come you can do this and other people choose not to and she goes well you know my parents always they never used to ask me what do i want to be when i grow up they asked me what do i want to be now Mm -hmm. and it's just the power of questions and what we say to other people and this doesn't have to be to a young person can be to our friends at work or whatever it's instead of saying questions that will put people in a box ask questions that will have them think of what's possible now if nothing else was if nothing was impossible, what would be possible now? You know, and then so her, her question, her answer back was, I want to be a fashion stylist. So she created her own fashion brand, built a massive Instagram account, and now she sells fashion. She makes it all in Bali and sells it all out there. She has a six figure business at
0: 11 years old. It's amazing, right? And that, and this is the stuff I love, right? This is what I'm the more and more I've been able to sort of, as you said, start to get to know the stuff I don't know. I don't know the more I've been able to sort of look at that stuff and really, really try and dig right deep in and explore. and you know, like you've got your four pillars, right? So for me, it's that explore, create and be, right? Because for me, if you're not willing to explore and start getting out there and really challenge what it is you know about yourself, what you know about the world, what you know about, you know, what you can and can't do, if you're not willing to challenge some of that stuff and explore that, you know, and then you go, for me personally, when you get to that exploring phase, you get to a stage where you're like, well, how do, I, how do I do this? Or how do I be this? How do I create this, right? And that's where that creating comes in. You get to that stage where you explore enough that you, you're actually able to challenge what it is you currently know to be able to create something different, right? To be able to create a new environment or create a new way of thinking or create a new belief, be it good or not. You can create these these new opportunities, right? And then that being part is actually going. How do I bring this into my daily daily experience? How do that I bring that into my moment to moment experience? So for you personally, you were talking about the four pillars. Did you want to tap more into that, or would you like to potentially say how you how you've kind of on your day to day experiences? Because the reason I, I I kind of really started this is to really break out of that bullshit of the you know that fancy putting people on pedestals and people are beyond us and oh this guy is just more intelligent than me and all that sort of crap or he's able to do this because of this because i think the more i know and i get i'll be around you guys we all know that that's bullshit right it's all about breaking out of ourselves and being able to do that for ourselves so if you wanted to t- touch maybe on the four pillars or potentially what it is you do on your moment-to-moment basis or day-to-day basis to keep you on track with creating your world right by or creating your dream yeah bring out loud
1: yep <clears throat> well you know it, it all starts with a vision and as cliche as that sounds it's like this is literally the thing oh nightingale said a long time ago he said the problem with man is that he just doesn't think you know and so many people are going through their life like on this hamster wheel and not really actually going, hey, what are my goals this week, this month, this year? Yeah. They're am thinking about it. And the interesting thing is if you, if you never actually put anything in your GPS, what are the chances of you ever actually getting there? So it's a lot easier to sit back and go, oh, my God, it's so easy for that person because they have that yada, yada, yada. Meanwhile, but then what are you doing? Are you, are you going home every day and just watching Netflix? Are you, are you not taking any action to improve your lifestyle? You know, there's two kinds of people, the people that are in the game playing on the field and there's people that are sitting in the stands, you know what I mean? And the people that are sitting on the stands will always tell you how how they should have done it, you know, but it's like the people in the arena, they're risking, they're risking everything and they're they're doing their best. They're actually doing it. It's like, which person do you want to be at At some point in your life? You need to make the decision to jump in the arena, you know, but everything starts with this vision. And what what I say is like having the end in mind is if I said to you, Ben, I said, hey, Let's have dinner together tonight. Let's let's say you live near me, okay? And I say, hey, let's go have dinner tonight. You say, yeah, sure. Wicked. We don't want to have dinner with anybody else because you're the fucking coolest. And I said yeah, I know. That'd be great. Let's do it. And then, and then I go, hey, let's have pizza. You said, brilliant idea, beautiful. Hey, I'll see you at six o'clock. Hang on the phone. Now, for the rest of the day, me and you have gotten our awareness. The end goal tonight is pizza.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So
1: what happens is we start to ask questions. Because our vision and our goals determine the beliefs we have. Mm-hmm. And our beliefs determine the questions we ask ourselves. The questions determine our actions. Actions is our results. So, now we're going to start saying things like, cool, I'm having pizza. Should we cook pizza? Are we, having, are we going to cook it on the wood fire pizza out the back? Should we go and get all the ingredients from the shops, then come back and cook it? Or oh, what ingredients are we going to put on it? Or should we go out to an Italian restaurant? If so which Italian restaurant should we go to? Should we go to DeVito's on the Gold Coast where he sings or should we go to the one on the water or should we should we just go Domino's? You know what? Potentially what I'll do is I'll become aware of that Domino's fly that's been sitting on the fridge for the last year. You know, fuck, where did that come from? Oh, I only become aware of it right now because now I've got pizza in my awareness in my reticular activating system. Yeah. In, in our head. Love it. And and that's what happens. So when we actually set a goal and we say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to sit down right now." Because if we, we can all think five years ago, right, we can think well, what we're doing five years ago and how fast did that five years go, it feels like it was just in a moment. What's going to happen is the next five years will also go like that. But we now have more information that we can make better decisions now than what we did five years ago. So we've all got the ability to make a decision today to be like, you know, what? yeah, what is going to be my goal in one, three, five years? Where, where, do I want it? Would I be happy if I was still living the exact same life that I am right now? Yes or no? And if the answer is no, I go, well, what, what needs to change? What area of my life needs to change? You know, and actually setting a goal and taking a second to actually think about this thing. It's so simple, but most people don't do it. In fact, 95% of people don't do it. That's why 95% of people end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65 years old. It's actually a stat that showed that there's some scary shit. And so, Having the goal, the vision of where we actually want to go is now going to help determine the questions we ask ourselves and the actions we take every day. So the reason why I can stay motivated, I'm not motivated. It's it's just my life. Like it's it's my habit now. So at, at one point, we create this thing called motivation, right? And how this happens is, and I teach this in the third pillar, which is the right timing. So how do we create the right timing now? It's because we'll do, humans are motivated by two things. Pleasure or pain. Yeah. That's it. So most of the time, people are going towards pleasure. Okay. We're going towards pleasure. The only downfall with that is we're not going to do things that make us uncomfortable. And unfortunately, to have a life that's comfortable, you need to do some things that are uncomfortable along the way. Otherwise, you do now what's comfortable and you'll live an uncomfortable life. You know, just falling short, just always stretching, needing more income, needing, you know what I mean? Yeah, life will continually be hard if we do it's easy but if we do it's hard life will be easy so i teach this in 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 the third pillar is the is the, the right timing there was this story okay this little boy is walking down the street and he's walking down the street and he hears this dog and this dog is crying and crying and crowling and howling and he goes up to the porch and he sees the dog and he sees this old man sitting next to the dog and the little boy he goes up to the old man and he says hey Sir, so, what's wrong with your dog? Why is he crying? And the old man goes, you see the little man or whatever he calls him, see little boy. He's sitting on a nail. And the boy goes, well, why doesn't this get off the nail then? Seems logical, doesn't it? And then the old man says, well, because it doesn't hurt enough for him yet. And that's what most people are doing because they're, they're guided by pleasure. They're thinking one day, I will do something because one day it's there. But you know what? Right now, it's just not painful enough for me to actually take action and do it. Yeah. You know, that most people associate more pain in doing the work than they do in not doing the work. And that's the issue. So, how we can sort of, so where motivation starts is getting leverage on our life first and bring enough pain to the current situation. And how I do that is have people visualize where do you want to be in five years? We craft it, it's amazing. Okay, now let's say if you take no action today and you do nothing and you keep doing things you've always been doing, where are you going to be in five years? And it's tremendously worse than where they are right now. Because like most people never think about, hey, what's going to happen if I don't take action?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Right? Yeah. They always think, well, what, what's the cost of taking action? What's the cost of not taking action? What's the cost of this investment in a coach, in a program, in a seminar? But fuck, what's the investment of, what's the cost of not doing it? You know, and then they bring enough pain to the current situation, go fire. I must change now. So that is where the initial motivation starts. And I believe we all like getting motivated by pain is a great place to start. Don't get me wrong. However, it's good to switch to pleasure eventually. Yeah. Because otherwise we'll keep self-sabotaging and having to come back to the pain. But we get into a point like that. Then we start taking action towards our goals. We know where we're going and now we know why we need to go there. All it is, is just taking these daily actions, daily action. And before you know it, you've actually created a habit. We're habitual beings. Same as if you drink a beer every single day for the next 30 days, you're going to start craving a beer on day 31, day 32, day 33. And you'll go, oh, I just, you know, it's a habit now. I formed yeah. a habit. But you could also create a habit of going to the gym every day. You could also create a habit of working your business, your part-time business every day. You could also create a habit of, saying no to negative people who are always inviting you out to get pissed with them or whatever. Right. And that's, what's going to start. You know, I'd I'd love to tell people you can do one thing right now and change your whole fucking life. Right. Well, you can do one thing. It's actually just make a decision that you're going. That's the one thing you can do. However, what it is, great things come from little things compounded over a long time. You know, I was in, I was in Maui in Hawaii, speaking on stage there to a huge event of uh, our company's top uh, 100 performers or something like that. And Darren Hardy was there. He's the founder of Success Magazine. I was 24 years old. I thought I was the shit because I got I was the youngest person to ever get invited to speak at this event. I was like, dang, well, fuck, that was pretty cool. Must be pretty cool, eh? Hey? Yeah, and funny. and Darren Hardy gets up and he gives his he gives his keynote, and it was pretty freaking awesome. And this guy's like the goat of self development and success, right? They we're having dinner later that night. And he comes up and he says, hey, my name's Darren. I said, hey, I know my name's Morgan. Um, he goes, hey, how did you enjoy today? I said, yeah, you know, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, I kind of already knew a few things. Right? And he says to me, you knew a few things. You you knew it. I said, well, you know, like a couple of things. He said, let me ask you a question. Are you doing it? And does your bank account show it? <laughs>
0: 100%, it. yeah.
1: Fire out, mate. Turns out you know a thing or two, right? But the thing he was—the thing he was teaching—that really landed to me. Because here's the thing: we can hear things and we go, "Yeah, well, I already know that," but that's the thing. Are you doing it? Yeah. And is it really in your awareness? Because you can be—you can be aware of it. Then you can. Un- so there's three things: you can know it, you can understand it, and you can—you can, you can uh, apply it. You can be like embodied. Yeah. And you might—you might know that. Hey, if I smoke a cigarette every single day for the next 50 years, I know that it's not going to have the best repercussions. But if you embodied that decision, if you embodied that belief, you wouldn't fucking have a cigarette because you'd be like, I know it's going to kill me. And that's what he says. He's like, if everyone knew, if everyone, if, if you got throat cancer after smoking one cigarette, nobody would smoke a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, But it's because it's small bad habits compounded across a long time, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, having one, two, three, four cigarettes per day, high chance you'll create something like that. Yep. So it's about being able to pull that pain to the, into the now and be like, if I continually keep doing these things now, because I can have a Big Mac today and I'm not going to get fat straight away. If you have a Big Mac every day for the next 30 days, there's a fucking movie about it, right?
0: Yeah, totally. They,
1: they see the difference of small habits compounded daily, but we can also start to do these with positive habits. And that is how you wake up one day and people think, wow, you're an overnight success. Yeah, I've been bust masks for the last 10 years when you've been out partying, drinking. Doing other shit, going on holidays. I've been working. You know,
0: hundred percent, Morgs, and that's you know that that's what I love. Like you mentioned it a few times now, and I kind of just want to, I suppose, bring it a little bit to the awareness. You know, it's it's about bringing enough pain into our lives to be able to affect change, right? To affect a, a situation or an experience within our lives that we actually come to a point where we're like, you come to a point in your life where you are just like, oh my god, like if I keep doing what I'm doing. I actually can't sustain this, right? You come to a point where you realize you can't sustain what it is you're currently doing. There's enough pain within your experience to realize that if I don't do something different, I don't know if I can last, right? I don't know if I can last on what I'm doing. And that's uh, what I found funny. And, well, what I found really interesting more to the point was a lot of the guys I speak to, like yourself and all these other people that, you know, people would look at and potentially put on pedestals, they look at them and go, that they've achieved something in their lives, achieved something that they believes out potentially out of their reach. Is a lot of these people have come from a shit place, a shit experience, and, and and somewhere in their lives where, you know, it's really hit that hit that rock bottom. And I think the key thing that I've realized from even speaking to a lot of those people, is we don't need to go there. We don't need to get there to be able to affect change. We don't need to get there to be able to do something. Though we do need to be able to get to a point. I think if you would agree that we need to have enough within our experience to be able to say, if I don't affect change to move to what I want, where I am is not sustainable.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What's your experiences with the people that you've been around in some of these, that, you know, these key speakers, and then all these people that have the other people may put on pedestals or see as achieving what it is they want. What's your experience been with that? In terms of what exactly? In it, sorry, yeah. In terms of them actually finding, getting to that point in their experience of affecting, knowing that they have to affect change to be able to go where they need to go.
1: Right. Okay. So here's the thing Um, I'm going to break some hearts here. I'm going to give you some good news. So if you're under the age of 25, the good news for you guys is you can look at the life you want. And make a very conscious, quite easy decision. Go, you know, I'm, I don't fucking like this. I want that, and I'm doing that. I'm going there. Done. So the great thing is you can be shown hope. The great thing is you can be shown a vision. You, you can show, be shown something else. Be like, hey, you know, you don't have to live in the box. You don't have to live this nine to five. If this isn't what you want, you know, or you don't have to live this life of bad health because you've been told it runs in your family. Or you know, you can make that decision. Go, you know, I'm I'm rebelling against. It. I'm going that way. Yeah. The bad news is if you're over 25. If you're over twenty five unfortunately you know the way our brain's create it's a lot harder for you guys to actually get to that point you know so but the but the great news for you guys is you can still create change because it's just gonna take a a traumatic event that's what happens so yeah. after the age of twenty five there's been too many years of just beaten and conditioning and it's gonna be one way, but also the neuroplasticity in your brain isn't as Uh, adaptable isn't it as like lively as what it is up until the age of 25 so the way of learning new things um isn't as easy or feel is easy for someone under 25 now if you're sitting here going well fuck me what i gotta wait for a heart attack i gotta wait for my wife to leave me i gotta wait for bankruptcy to happen (laughs) not if you don't want to yeah totally that can be one choice you can get off this podcast go ah yeah well that was good easy for him to say young little kid Right. And, and that's fantastic. And look, I wish you all the best, but unfortunately, you know, until you get make a massive change, a traumatic event will happen in your life. And I pray to God, it doesn't happen. However, if nothing does happen, nothing will happen. Yeah. But we can also, uh, simulate that. Like I was saying before, like we can bring in enough pain. Now, someone I was talking to a little while ago, it's like most people talk about vision boards and stuff. This is like I teach in the events too. It's like, here's the vision board and this is where he can go. But I also, I also help people cast a vision of what's going to happen in their life if they do nothing. Yeah. Definitely. And get them to really visualize that. What does it actually feel like? What's going to happen? Like who, who else are they going to have an impact on if you die early? Who else are they going to have an impact on if you have to keep telling your partner no? You're telling your kids no. You know, who else are they going to have an impact on? When we get really get to the point of being like, I've had enough. Yeah. We've got to make the decision. Yeah. You know, there's four parts. There's four parts here. The first one is you need to see what you want. You, you, need, you need to see what you want. You know what does it actually look like? What's the life look like? What's it feel like? What's it taste like? What's it sound like? What, what does it actually look like on every single level? Second step is you need to believe it. And sometimes people say this old belief, I guess, friend. I'll believe it when I see it. But it's the wrong way around. You'll mm. see it when you believe it. Belief must come first. How true. Right. You know there was a guy called Roger Bannister, and he ran the four minute mile. Who's the first person to ever run a four minute mile? And in fact, up until he did this, scientists, fucking scientists told him that's physically impossible. Your heart will explode out of your chest. That cannot happen. You will not do that. And he said, watch me. He believed it. He believed it. He believed it. He had absolute certainty in himself and his ability to do it. But he didn't just do it one time. Fuck, I did it in five minutes. I did it in four minutes, 20. This doesn't work. I'm not sure how long he did. But he did for a long time, over and over and over, continually got better, 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 better. better. But he believed in himself that one day it was going to happen. Then one day he breaks the record. A minute and another four miles. Uh, sorry, um, a mile and another four minutes. What do you think that then did? Six weeks later, another person did it. I and then that. another, yeah. and another, and another, and another. Because what changed? Everyone's belief. belief like, fuck yeah. It's actually possible. But it all starts with one person. So we need to have the absolute certainty and belief. And the, the easy thing is most people here aren't here trying to break a world record. You know, no. Most people are just going, fuck, I just want to be happy. Can you look at somebody else and go, fuck, has this person been unhappy at one point in their life and been happy? Yes, they had Then so can I. You can build this belief. And the third one is actually making the decision. Like we've, We need to decide. And nothing will actually choose. Like I said before, if you take one thing away from here to today's podcast, it's to decide. And the word decide has another word in it. It's got side, which means in Latin to kill. means death. So what that means is when we decide on our goal, when we decide this is what we're doing, when we decide we're having this life, not that life, we're actually killing all other options other than that to happen. And when you get to that point, you're fucking unstoppable. Yep. And we need to get to that point until you're there. It's just one foot in, one foot out. Well, I'm just going to try this. People try. I'm just gonna, I'll am gonna. i try it for a week. I'll try this. You know, I see all the time in network marketing. I'll, I'll try network marketing for, you know, 90 days. And if I'm not a millionaire yet, then I'll just quit. <laughs> like no shit. People do that. Yeah. What do you mean? It takes time to build a business. Oh, yeah. Right. And the yeah. fourth one is you need to act on it. So once you see it, you believe in, you made the decision. You must take action. You can't just sit there and watch. I'm like oh yeah now i'm gonna hope i'm gonna meditate i put my crystals in alignment you know and you know whatever we must take action there's four different levels of action the first one is no action quite simple do fuck all right <laughs> second one is blaming complaining and justifying. and i've been here for a long time in the past blaming yeah. complaining justifying would be so much easier i could have that you know if only i didn't have kids so early If I didn't get married so early or if I, you know, if I, if I didn't grow up like this, or if only if I grew up in a better family, blaming, complaining, justifying. What happens is when we make the decision, we shift our energetic frequencies onto that frequency of what we actually want to manifest. But when we justify it brings it back down. Definitely. It's an interesting thing. That's the third. That's the second one. The third one is some action. Look, don't get me wrong. Some action is a lot better than the first two. And, and I, I can testament to this as well. I got started taking some action, like testing, going, well, I'm still a bit scared. There's fear out there. There's all this made up shit like, well, what if Sally says a mean thing to me when I do this? Or what if fucking this happens? You know, there's this fear. But what happens is success breeds success. So the more we accomplish, the more we get done, the more we uh, achieve we actually feel more confident. The more we accomplish, and this can be little tiny things, even if you say to yourself, I'm going to the gym tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. and you get there at 6 a.m., it builds more confidence inside of you because you start to trust yourself and your ability and your integrity.
0: That's and you start point.
1: to build yeah. this person that when you say, when I say I'm going to do something, I fucking mean it and it's done. Yeah. What happens is people say, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to lose weight this year. Oh, I'm going to, to go to the gym every single day at six o'clock. And what happens is tomorrow comes and you hit the snooze button. Yeah. What it does, our subconscious goes, huh, oh, you're not serious. Okay. All right. Then what happens is next time you say, you know, I'm, I'm going to hit this goal, your subconscious mind goes, no, you're not because you couldn't even get up at fucking six o'clock when you said you would. How are you going to do a million dollars in a year? Or you're right. So yeah. confidence and success comes from the teeny little tiny things, which is cool. Calling cool away because it's so easy to do, shitting away if you're not aware of it. But now everyone's aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And then the last level of action is the only one left, the all-out massive action. This And this this starts to snowball. You start to build momentum, right? Success breeds success, breeds success, breeds success. Snowballing. And then that, that you just start to fall into this habit. When you're in alignment, you know where you're going. You believe in your ability to do it. You've made the decision. There's no turning back. You burnt the bridges. You burnt the boats. And he's taking massive action. It It becomes really, really fun. So everything starts to happen for you but it doesn't happen overnight it happens for these teeny little things uh over a long time
0: yeah no 100 Morgs, and i think that's you know that, that that's so keys for people to really understand that you know and that's again you know talking about the explore create and be well if you don't take the action the creation part if you don't start creating then we can't that those experiences we know within our lives how can you expect anything other than groundhog day how can you expect anything other than what you've already created or what you've already been if you're not willing to take that action which is massively massive massive in the thing but it was interesting we were talking about belief right and i kind of i'd like to hear a little bit of your opinion i'm mindful of the time but a little quickly on another on thing of belief like the interesting thing is about that runner is there was a big, big portion of there where people believe that you couldn't, right? So, and this is where I kind of look at the word believe and I'll, and I'll look at the word belief. And there's also three little letters in there, which I've mentioned earlier in my podcast, the L-I-E, right? There's also in, in belief and and in believe there is L-I-E, lie, right? Which is a very interesting aspect of belief. Why it's so important, why there's an aspect of our protect perspective to be able to see something that or look outside the box of what we're being told is also an interesting aspect of that word belief because if we believe something that's detriment to us it also exists just as strongly as that we choose to believe moving forward so how would you how would you quickly explain the difference between moving from that belief of things that are detriment to us the things that are holding us back to actually moving towards that belief of things are possible and things are able to be achieved if I'm willing to dedicate enough time and action and take and take that action to create what I want.
1: Well, you know, evidence does provide more confidence. And so this is why the first part of the four pillars is the environment. Because if you're, if you're trying to create massive change, let's say you're you're wanting to lose 10, 15 kilos and all of your friends are all about going out drinking partying eating shit all the time and they have bad habits. Now, are you ever in that environment and no one else is healthy around you in that environment, are you ever going to build the belief that potentially one day you'll be fit? Maybe, but fucking hard. Like with a lot right. with a lot of self-discipline. Yeah. But the average person like fuck, I probably couldn't even want. You know? That's why the easiest hack to hitting your goals and changing your belief system is changing your environment it's changing the people you surround yourself with changing the thoughts that are in your head and so there's two there's the external environment or the internal and the external is going to create our internal environment so the yeah. fastest way to create anything is just go how can i get around people that have what i want how can i get around people that are living the life i want that have the results i want And if you can't get around them how can you start listening to them there's endless like and i know some people like, well how, i can't get around a millionaire or a billionaire right now can you get on youtube and listen to podcasts can you you know can you do this kind of stuff of course you can you can start listening to them my best mentors i've ever had are two people who i've never even met Oh, sorry one i have met, but one person jim roan he's dead now but he's been a mentor of mine for years because he's he's to sit in my back seat on my car in my in my youth every single day to work yeah you know, i just have him playing 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 you know inside my head inside my head because then i'd go to work in an environment that wasn't very healthy but I would try to do so much effort where I could drown out that negative noise. When yeah. I got there, I would try and drown it out, you know? So that's what we can do, but it's about shifting the information that's coming through our head and we have five senses. So five different ways that we can take in information. It's not just the people we're talking to. It's what we're listening yeah. to, what we're seeing, what we're tasting, yeah, everything. Right. And so that, that's the biggest thing. If you're looking, if you're in this space and it's like, how do I start to break these molds, these beliefs, it's, the First hack and it, it literally it's a hack. It's like start getting around different people. Yeah. And I noticed this again last year. You know, I traveled around the world, had some pretty cool success. But what happened was I kind of grew to the top of you know the network I was surrounding myself with. And I came up to the Gold Coast and I was like, man, I, I gotta start, I'm gonna find some people here who are really doing big things. I get around some different people. Literally, on uh Halloween this year, one year ago, I was invited onto a yacht party. There's a clue. I got an invite from a friend. He goes, hey, do you want to come on a yacht party? I said, fuck, yeah, I want to come on a yacht party. Yeah. Cause, and and now, and this sounds so douchey, but I just want people to understand like how I used to get invited to parties was, hey, do you want to come to this Joe's house party? I don't even fucking know Joe. There's an open house and it's just cringy and cops will probably rock up and there'll be five fights on the night. <laughs> That's where I used to get invited to. Yeah. Now, the invitation is, hey, would you like to come to a yacht party? There's there's a 90 foot yacht. There's a bunch of people. I think you might want to meet some people. So beautiful. I come into this yacht party, and there's a couple of people that I sort of of knew through Instagram and stuff. I was like, wow, there's some, you know, so I started getting in the conversation, listening to them, and hearing what they were saying. And and this thing I just laughed at. One of the guys was there, and he asked the other guy. So here's the thing there's always a banter. Okay. It, the banter doesn't uh, doesn't go away, it just changes. And we get to choose our banter, right? One of the guys says to the other guy, he said, Hey, how much do you make this month? He goes, I think I did 50 grand. He goes, What the fuck, dude? When are you gonna fucking hurry up and hit six figures? Stop being a pussy. <laughs> and they started teasing him for only making fifty thousand dollars in the month. And I was watching, I was like, This is wild. Yeah, because the banter's there. Yeah. If you go to a house party, an open house in the back end of Coomera, it's like, "Oh, you fucking pussy or you hooked up with this girl or you you didn't get a number, yada, yada, right? Totally. This is, what do you mean? They're pushing you, stretching you. What are you making only 50K? When are you going to make 100K? Come on, step up with the big boys. And I was just like, wow. But imagine adopting that kind of belief that, fuck, yeah, 50K is a small month. Yeah. You know? And all the difference was the environment. Right. So, if you want the fast track to sort of shifting your internal belief, your internal dialogue is shifting the people who you're
0: around. Yeah, 100%. And that's huge, mate. And look, guys, you know, again, thanks for joining us on this on Warrior by Design. And this is exactly what, what I was talking about, guys. I'm bringing what I'm wanting to do to support you guys is trying to come to a point in your lives where you're really starting to understand that your environments, who you're around, what you hang around, what you're putting, what you put around your awareness all your senses everything from type from taste sight smell you know hearing whatever anything you're taking in in any of your senses if you're not mindful of that sort of stuff the environment you're around then this is this is going to create your experiences right i'm going to be a bit mindful with the time because i know Morgan has to head off straight after this so i'm going to what what I'd really like to get into, Morgs, if you don't mind, is um, if you could maybe tell the guys where they can, you know, they can hit you up and they can find you and maybe get in touch with you. Because, look, guys, he may be twenty eight, but I'm forty years old. This bo- this this some people would call boy is has told me some shit. I'm ex military, you know where my background is, and this guy has, you know, he's a do he's doing the shit that you you know some of us want to do. So you can ignore him, or you can maybe learn something. Where can they hit you up, Morgs?
1: Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Um, Instagram is my favorite place at Morgan T Nelson. Uh, I actually have a new Instagram now for our dream out loud. Uh, it's called, it's literally called at, I think it's at dream out loud family. we really just sort of birthed that thing there, but find me on Instagram at Morgan T Nelson or on my podcast, um, dream out loud. Yeah. yeah all just personal development rawness and yeah, same stuff as what you got going on here, Ben.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate it, mate. And guys, if you know, if you're serious about doing something, you know, it's not going to hurt to send a message. I'd also like to, also like to um, say more. So I'd love to, you know, continually, continue this conversation, maybe at a later date if we can do that. We'll look into that. Absolutely. Maybe. I have yep. one final question, if you don't mind. Let's hit it. So if you were able to go back in time, mate, and spend 30 seconds with yourself, what wisdom would you share with your warrior within to create by design? Also. At what age would that be, and why?
1: I'd probably go back to, I'd probably go back to the uh, twenty-two-year-old me, and I'd really say, stop giving a fuck what other people think now, yeah, and and own your shit and own who you are and what it is you want and be more bold about it now, be more unapologetic about it now, and keep living it up like you are. However. Start applying all the
0: things you know earlier. Yeah, it's awesome, mate. Appreciate that. And what a what a what a piece of advice! I think at some you know we can all resonate from that. If we could go back and actually speak to ourselves and go, even from where we are or where we're going to be, and go, you know what? Let's start applying some of the shit we know right now.
1: Yeah, love it, brother.
0: Thanks again, brother. Really appreciate it. And uh, remember, guys, explore, create, and be. Well, thank you for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please take the time to like, share and subscribe. It really does make a difference. It helps others out there explore their warrior, create a life of choice by design and be all that they wish to be. Remember, explore, create and be.